Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, welcome everyone. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Ferris and delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes. We're here to inspire a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. And we have a great show with an amazing guest and it is truly an honor for her to be on my show today. You know, when you've When you do things from your soul, you feel a river moving in you, a joy. And that's a quote by Rumi. When you are joyful, say yes to life and project positivity, you radiate positive energy and people want to be near you. And this speaks volumes for the life of Belinda Farrell, who has overcome major life challenges, including healing a degenerated spine without surgery after being threatened with paralysis, using ancient Hawaiian techniques, powerful self-healing practices, and accepting responsibility for her life. She's the author of, and I love this title, Find Your Friggin' Joy. (laughs) I love that. She's a trained uh, hypnotherapist. Uh, she's trained in past life regression, neurolinguistic programming. She's a lady who was able to rise from the ashes, and she'll show us how to do the same. She completed 18 fair walks. She has a history as a stunt car driver, and she swims with spinner dolphins. You can't get any better than that. So today... I welcome our amazing guest, Belinda Farrell, Find Your Joy, who will show us just how to do that and invoke the spirit of love in our lives. Welcome, Belinda, to our show. Oh, thank you. I'm just so happy to be here. Oh, wow. It's just so exciting, even us having that conversation before the show. You have an adventurous and courageous you know, life journey, uh, and, and you really inspire others. You've demonstrated that in your own life, and you help others bring balance to their lives, lighten their load, and fulfill their life purpose. So tell us about your spiritual awakening journey. What made motivated you to change, make changes in your life? Well, I started out pretty fearful, I think, like most people. I was, you know, a product of Catholic school and, and lots of discipline. And, in fact, the nuns called my mother and said that she was too joyful. <laughs> I was accused of being too joyful when I was oh. younger, that I hadn't, hadn't suffered enough. Oh, my. I needed to learn how to suffer more. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so that, that kind of didn't sit well. I was finally expelled from Catholic school in eighth grade and started going to, you know, public school and really having kind of a normal boy-girl relationship, you know, having mm-hmm. friends with boys because it wasn't allowed when I was going to Catholic school. And But I think it was ingrained in me that I was always trying to be the good girl and please other people. And you can only do that so long. And then 
I got married. I, you know, had two wonderful children. But at 40, I just realized my spirit was dying, and I, I had to get out of the marriage. And so I went through a divorce and started um, experiencing, you know, getting out of fear. And it was an amazing journey because I... I started looking at things that I couldn't do that people would say, oh, you can't do that. And I'd say, well, why can't I? What's wrong with that? And I remember going to a church where we had a woman minister, and I'd never seen a woman minister that always been priests and nuns. And she had just done a fire walk with Tony Robbins, and I thought, what in the world is that? And I thought, that scares me. So maybe it's something I have to do. And sure enough, I did a fire walk, which is just a metaphor for whatever else you can do in your life. And I didn't burn, and it was just amazing that we could walk on these 2,000 degrees of hot coals and not burn. And so that's. Mm. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I love this story. And so I, that's when I just decided, oh, my gosh, there must be other things that I thought I couldn't do that I must do. And one of them was I always wanted to drive a race car. And I thought, oh, I can't do that. But Tony Robbins teaches you a mantra that if you say to yourself you can't, you must. And if you must, then you will. So I thought, oh, I can't, but I must. So I have to call and find out where I can you know, find a race car that I can get some training in. And there was a racetrack pretty well uh, close to where I was living. I signed up, scared to death, couldn't even drive a stick shift, and just presented myself and said, you know, I'm like a sponge. I'll, I'll try to learn everything I can. And as it turned out, I did have some talent. And at the end of the four-day road racing course, I got hired to drive for Buick and Cadillac in New York, and my stunt driving career began. They created a stunt course for me, and I learned how to do spins and slides and 180s and 360s, and off I went. It was the most exhilarating time, and I was in my 40s. And I thought I say, there's, there's no age limit to whatever you can do. If you can dream it big, it can happen. I love that, and I think you shared a story with me about one of the roles that you had, and you were kind of a minority driver, and <laughs> how you were helped in in terms of that role. Can you just briefly share that story? I thought oh. that was so interesting. <laughs> helped by the angels. Well, the, the angels <laughs> yeah, the, the angels have been with me forever. I think they've always been by my side, but so much more after I started studying the ancient Hawaiian healing because there are powerful angels in that as well. And when I went on a job, it was um, in the mountains, the Aspen, Colorado mountains, and I was the only girl. Of course, I'm trying to prove myself as a stunt driver, and the director sends me down the hill to bring a car up the hill, which he knew very well that I wasn't going to be able to do, because it was a whiteout, there was just snow everywhere, and he thought, well, she'll, she'll probably fail. And so I went down, though, <laughs> and I got into the car. I started crying. 
And I said, just please help me. What can I do? And I heard the words, put your hands on the wheel, turn on the motor, put it in neutral. We'll do the rest. And as I did that, the car started going up the hill, and I looked outside, and I could see the outline of these two angels pulling it up with the rope, this car totally pulling it up the hill, and all I was doing was guiding it. I was, my mouth was, um, (laughs) I can't imagine. To this day, I still see their wings out, you know, in front of me because they wanted me to see that they were pulling it up with a rope. And as I got to the top of the hill, the director was there with his mouth open. (laughs) Nothing was said other than I had the respect of everybody on that crew after that. Wow, that was truly your destiny. I love that story. And the faith that you, I mean, that must have really empowered you in terms of uh, being courageous and having faith in your ability to do anything. If you got through that. Faith is, yeah. (laughs) Faith Mm -hmm. is really the most important thing that you can have. I think I've always had that faith, that little, you know, piece of the mustard seed. You just... I, I don't know if I was, I guess I, you could say I was born with it, but I nurtured it throughout my life because it has helped me so much get through the most, you know, amazing challenges that I could ever imagine, especially the loss of my son. Um, that was horrific. You, you, never, you never get over grief. I mean, it comes in waves in all different patterns and forms. And he took his life. He had a back problem, just like I had a back problem. I tried to encourage him to go in inside and, you know, deal with some of the issues that he had. But it's very hard to get your family to do anything. Yes, yes. You know, you're born, you're born with a certain group of people, and we each have our own challenges. And I loved him more than anything, but I couldn't get him to do that kind of work. He had to have surgery. My first husband and only husband um, was an orthopedic surgeon. And so he encouraged my son to have a surgery when he stopped growing. And that surgery led to a lifetime of pain. And so he was dependent on drugs to get out of that pain. And it just kept getting worse and worse. It was just like a, a circle you know, just a circle yes. of um, addiction. Yes. Well, I'm truly sorry for for your loss. I know that was, and like you said, grief kind of still kind of stays with you, but you have to kind of continue to move forward. And can you tell us about how you really, how did you heal your back, you know, after getting your diagnosis and uh, the, the threat of paralysis? Share with us how in the world did you <laughs> heal yourself? From this, that debilitating well, I started, condition. I, I started to study uh, hypnosis and how we heal at the deep unconscious level. And the unconscious mind is the part of us that runs our body. So when I realized that whatever I was saying to my unconscious, it was actually doing it like a faithful computer. And so I started to realize and take responsibility for what I had been saying to myself my whole life. I had... I had been born into a family that, you know, we had black. 
There was mm-hmm. lack in our lives. It was, it was through the depression that my grandparents um, lived, and so was always um, feeling that there wasn't enough. And so when you say to yourself, you know, there's not enough and I can't be supported, and you do that unconsciously, the part of you that is your spine, which is supposed to hold you up, hears that it is weak and that it can't support you. So eventually it gave in through my, you know, my uh, instructions. So I had to change what I was saying to myself. I was I would say to myself, oh, my gosh, I was telling my back I couldn't be supported, so now I have to thank it for remembering to support me. And yeah. I would start doing that 24-7. That would start being my mantra. Thank you for remembering to support me. Thank you for regenerating. That was the key word. Thank you for regenerating. I touched my back, and I could just feel the vibration going in there, regenerating, regenerating, you know, just like a faithful computer. Wow, just so changing your, your view. And, mm-hmm. Go ahead, this yeah, is interesting. You're, you're, you're changing your mind, you're changing your thought, because you're taking responsibility for what you have been saying to yourself all that time. And so that was one of the first things. I'd look at a tree and I'd see how strong that tree was standing and I'd instill that thought into my back, that my back was supporting me just like that strong tree. And then I started to move some of the old memories that were lodged inside my body that the unconscious mind was holding on to. That's its job, is to keep your memories, keep them back there, and your, un- and your conscious mind tries to manage all of that, it tries to manage the problems that you're holding back and getting stuck with. And I was under the impression that if you could bring them up and put closure on them, then your organ that was supporting that would, would change and it would, it would be released. And so I started to do some deep breathing, which brings the memories up, and that's all outlined in my book. Deep ha breathing is a breath to the top of your fort, to the top of your head like you're filling a glass of water so you're taking a deep breath and then and then breathing it out and that gives the unconscious permission to open up the box of memories that are stored there and to release them and then you have the opportunity to say well I can look at this in a different way instead of you know making it be a scary movie, you can decide, you know, I'm different now and I've I've learned a little bit more and I can see this in a different way. And so you put closure on that event. It's almost like, again, this cord cutting that I'll talk about in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you cut the cord and it releases the, the pressure. It releases all of the heaviness of holding that back, and your soul is freed. 
Wow, what an amazing story. And we can't wait to get into some of those, uh, uh, your, your chance, perhaps you'll share maybe something or let us know how to access that. And it's amazing how we carry this, these things around with us, you know, within our unconscious mind. And it plays itself out in terms of all kinds of debilitating conditions and illnesses. I know when we spoke before, you talked about the analogy of a tree and you said the roots are like the unconscious conscious mind, the trunk, the conscious mind, the branches and leaves reaching up, the higher self. It was a great analogy. Can you just kind of uh, uh, share that with us? I just thought that was beautiful. Our connection, it, yes. it was kind of like a connect, connection between the higher self, conscious mind, and unconscious mind. That's right. The, the unconscious mind, we don't see it working because it's, it's invisible. It's like the roots of the tree. Exactly. You don't see the part of the tree that's growing under the ground, but it is working and it's getting nurtured and watered and the trunk is what keeps us stable and supports us and that's our conscious mind. And then the branches of the tree are what are nurtured by the root system and, and your support and that grows up to the higher self. Those branches support the absolute loving, loving, loving kindness of the higher self, which sees us as completely void of anything that we've done wrong. The higher self loves us unconditionally. It's the ego that makes us be at blame so that we have to feel guilt and pressure and scared. And that's all the, the work of the, of the ego. And so that's why we have to forgive ourselves and not let us get, you know, tied in to what the ego wants to do with us, which is literally to kill the body mm-hmm. and get us to think that everything, it gets us to think that everything, all the answers are outside of our, uh, outside of ourselves when they're not, they're right inside, but it doesn't want us to look inside. So exactly. we have to, we have to be smarter than that. The ego stands for edging God out, E-G-O, edging God out. I love that. That's a great analogy. And we have to remain self-aware. As Carl Jung said, your vision will become clear when you look into your heart and who looks inside awakens. And you're helping us do that today. I think that we it's time for us to take a brief uh, commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with Belinda Farrell's Find Your Joy. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. 
Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene, For Heart Opening, Beautiful, To Radiate Your Inner Beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to Become More Energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, it's time to wake up. It's time to live and find your joy. You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And joining me is our amazing guest, Belinda Farrell. Find your joy. Belinda, you have really inspired us to wake up and you're showing us how visually as well as with your conversation. I am amazed about your adventure swimming with the dolphins and I know all of us are we you know we get mired in fear and fear blocks us from you know being adventurous and courageous can you just show us how to release fear and tell us about your story swimming with the dolphins and I think you had some about how they actually save your life that's right you know I I was someone who just did not like the water. I, I was so afraid of the water. I wouldn't even go into swimming pools with my children. I just was not a water person. So when I got sent to Hawaii to do a master course in hypnosis, I was a little bit afraid because I was surrounded by water. But it was during one of the exercises where I was doing a breathing exercise, the ha breathing that I had previously talked about and I had done that for about 10 minutes and suddenly all of these dolphins and whales started coming into my psyche. It was like a, an eruption of just all of these critters from the ocean and I couldn't understand it because they've never been on my radar and that night I had dreams of dolphins teaching me how to swim and I'd wake up 
and I'd have this immense desire to want to go out and be with them, but then I had to get through the water. And I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I had to find somebody to take me out there. I was scared out of my wits. We finally did. I went out there and dolphins, there was a huge bottlenose dolphin that came right to my face and just stared at me. And it was like downloading information that I, I just had no conception what it was, but it was pure love. It felt like just pure love. And all I could think about was just being with them again and being part of the pod. And so I started to go out there. The water began to be a nurturing place for me. And it was warm. In Hawaii, the water is warm. So I started going out and swimming more and just letting go of my fear. And, well, one time (laughs) I was playing with them. And you throw leaves down and you see who is able to catch them first. Of course, they're better swimmers than I am. <laughs> anyway, there was, I threw a leaf down and a dolphin came next to me and bumped me on the shoulder. And I looked straight ahead and there was a shark coming right at me. And I, I didn't even have time to think. But the pod of dolphins circled me and prevented the, the shark from coming in so that he went down below. And it all happened so fast. All I could say, I, it, I didn't even have a chance to get scared because I looked at the shark and I thought, he has nobody to play with. Here we are. You know, we've got this pod and everybody's playing the leaf game and poor shark. He doesn't have anybody to play with. Can you imagine? I was thinking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I guess the dolphins really made an impact, huh? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But they were right there for me. They were right there. And they do that. I mean, they they protect you. So that was, I, every time I think about that, I only go in the water when the dolphins are there because I know that I'll be safe. Is, is there a message that so the... Is it a message that they have for us? Because I've, I've read about them and I've seen stories about them. Is there a, a, a message that they, what are they here, dolphins and whales, what are they here to teach us? Oh, my gosh. It's just pure, unconditional love. There's nothing, there's nothing else but just acceptance and pure love when you're in their presence and you get to see them eye to eye. It's just like you're looking into the eyes of a heavenly being mm. and they 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 work and swim like a pod so in other words if we could just work together and be together and you know have that moment that that we are just all as one that's what they teach us when somebody when one of their um, dolphins decides to be the head of the team they follow him. They don't fight. There's no fighting. It's just all, you know, a flow. And so no competition, like right? To, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Learning how to be a pod. Learning, I mean, couldn't we as in a world here learn how to be a pod? Yeah. And how to do the things that are the greatest for the greatest good for all. And they teach you how to breathe, too, because if you, if you don't take a deep breath like they do every seven minutes, they have to come up for air and to breathe consciously or they'll die. And mm. so we have to learn how to breathe 
up to our higher self. Take that deep breath up to our higher self through the nose and then and the exhale out through the mouth. And if we don't, we die a spiritual death. Because we go into into stress. If you just breathe through your mouth and just do that um, panic breath, you go into fight or flight and you can't keep that up. It just, it exhausts you. So Mm. the dolphins really, when I'm always reminded to do the conscious breathing when I see them because they just come up gently and ever so gently take that breath and go back down again and it's it's an amazing experience Mm -hmm. I've been with whales now and I've been with the dolphins I'm still not a great swimmer but I'm not afraid anymore Wow, you have really overcome fears. (laughs) You've really overcome major fears. And the self-healing is just amazing. (laughs) You know, you, 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 excuse me, go ahead, go ahead. Well, fear stands for false evidence that it appears real. So it appears real to you. If you can break through that illusion, then you've conquered that fear because it's just like a bubble. And we look at it as a you know as something that's real through the lenses of our eyes but it's really a movie that we've made up we're the director yes. we're the producer you know we can create a horror film or we can create a comedy you yes. know depending on how we interpret it yes the, the ego does its job very well. And, you know, many feel oh, yeah. trapped. And I know I have been trapped in past stories and release those histories and stories that weigh us down. And, uh, you know, how can we heal ourselves using these powerful self-directed healing practices? I know it's an inside job. You talk about how uh, emotionally and physically everything is connected. You speak of trans- transformational vocabulary, changing our language, the power of words. I mean, it's so much, so little time. <laughs> but where do, where do we start to release the baggage and, you know, free ourselves? Well, If we feel something coming up that is something that doesn't feel good, it's a sadness, we don't even have to know where it comes from, it just, it emerges. We would just say to ourselves, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're talking to your higher self, I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you, thank you. Those are four phrases that you can say to yourself without even knowing why you're saying it, but you're forgiving yourself for the way you've interpreted and judged that particular person or that place or that thing, whatever it is. And what will happen is divinity will come here and take that painful thought and neutralize it or purify it once you do that with yourself. And you don't even have to, you don't have to know anything about it, but that energy becomes purified and released. It's released Mm -hmm. into what. Some people call the void. In Hawaiian, it's called the EO. That everything else gets recreated again once it's released. Would you repeat those words so that we could really get that? (laughs) That's part of the Hawaiian Huna practice or or what? And if you could just share that with us again. because (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, it's called Ho'oponopono, which means to make. Ho'o means to make. Pono means right. 
So you're making right, right twice inside of you. Mm. And all you have to do is when, when you get afraid or you get angry, you just say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I forgive you. Thank you. It is done. Those mm. four phrases. That's okay. it. The yeah. ego tries to make everything really complicated, but it's not complicated. Truth is very simple. The simpler it is, the more truthful it is. And something mm-hmm. wonderful happens after you've done that. Not only does the energy <clears throat> get neutralized, but it gets released. Mm-hmm. There's a brand new slate. And divinity yeah. comes in and fills that void with light. So you don't have to know what the problem is. You just have to notice that you're, what you're experiencing physically, mentally, emotionally, or whatever. So, so, you you're say, say, so you're saying, okay, go ahead, repeat it again. <laughs> you're just saying, I'm sorry. When the, when the emotion comes up, even when you're just doing nothing, just say, I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you. You're forgiving yourself. I love you, yourself. I forgive you, yourself. And thank you that it is done because as soon as you've as soon as you said those words, you have come in contact now with the unconscious mind, which has been holding those thoughts, and you're putting a closure on it. It's almost, I've added um, cutting the cords, which have been connecting you to that thought or that person. So you're taking a cutting instrument, too, at the same time and swirling it around you, and then watching the people float away. Mm. Once you say those words and you cut the cords that have connected you to them, they're like webs, they're like cobwebs, but they have built up over a long period of time by doing the same thing over and over again. You know, when your thoughts, when you have the same thought over and over again, it creates a bigger picture. Yes, yes. So, and so what, what you're doing is, cutting those threads that have connected you to that thought and you're sending it out into the void so that you can deal with the issues that you have with this person or this thing at a higher level because you're mm-hmm. you're disconnecting from the way you were looking at it yesterday or a year ago or 50 years ago. Mm, I love that uh, because we, you know, this baggage, the emotional baggage and attachments, uh, you know, we have people who upset us or we, we allow them to upset us or drain us. And this cord cutting, is that uh, that, that will help us yes. what, cut the cords and the webs and the strings that that are attached through our constant telling ourselves these stories over and over that brings that makes this energy magnify. Within us? That's right. Mm. It's even mm. in the Bible they talk about the webs we weave around ourselves. Wow. It's referred mm. to that. And the original Lord's Prayer says, let us untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us as we release others from the entanglements of past mistakes. Oh, Would you repeat that? Original. I love that. Would you repeat that? <laughs> I Think if I can, if I can remember. No, okay, well, untie, you said it well. <laughs> yes, un- untie, untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us 
as we release others from the entanglement of past mistakes. Mm. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. Do not let us do not let us be seduced by that which would. Oh, I can't can't remember the whole thing. But I think we but get it because it's like, oh, what a tangled web we weave, right, throughout the course of our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the this is the original Lord's Prayer that was written in Aramaic. Mm-hmm. And not, you know, translated from translated. Greek to Roman to, you know, all those other different translations. Mm. Well, that is, is so um, empowering. Yeah, because we some, yeah. you know, we may think we don't have the power to cut the cords or, you know, release the baggage. And you're saying, hey, there's a way. Because it's all about energy, you know, the thoughts, feelings, actions that, that can drain us. And uh, you're giving us what strategies to help protect our energy, protect ourselves. And you speak about energy like money. Can you uh, kind of elaborate on that? You know, in terms sure. of how also, it's draining. I- <laughs> I, I also found the um, the prayer. If you want me to, yes, see, please I, I share it. that. Share. Okay. <laughs> so this is this is the translation of the Our Father directly from Aramaic into English, rather than Aramaic to Greek to Latin to English. It says, "O cosmic birther of all radiance and vibration, soften the ground of our being and carve out a space within us where your presence can abide." Fill us with your creativity so that we may be empowered to bear the fruit of your mission. Let each of our actions bear fruit in accordance with our desire. Endow us with the wisdom to produce and share what each being needs to grow and to flourish. Untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us as we release others from the entanglement of past mistakes. Do not let us be seduced by that which would divert us from our true purpose, but illuminate the opportunities of the present moment. For you are the ground and the fruitful vision, the birth power and fulfillment, as all is gathered and made whole once again. Oh, that is so beautiful, and I'm going to look that up because that's so empowering. You know, just reciting that or saying that prayer is so empowering in itself. And I think this brings us to uh, our next break, commercial break. So we're going to take a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more from our guest, Belinda Farrell, on Find Your Joy. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to our show. Uh, I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and joining us is our amazing guest, Belinda Farrell. Find your joy. It's time to live. It's time to wake up. It's time to find our joy. And Belinda, you're going to share with us what, how energy, uh, the, the, how it's synonymous to money. And you're going to take us through uh, maybe a chant after you share with how we can waste our energy just like we waste our money. So please go ahead. Right. Take it away. Well, when we become, when we become conscious, we find out that there's some things that we can say to ourselves that will increase our energy because we're only given about a hundred, hundred bucks of energy a day. And so it's up to us to use that, you know, prudently. So it's like we're saving our energy for when we really need it, when we really have to help ourselves get over some kind of, you know, affliction. So when you think about it, like when you go to work or something and somebody crosses you in the in your car, if you get angry and really pissed off, you're going to lose about 80 bucks of that energy before you even get to work. Mm. By the time you get to work, you start to feel, you know, pretty tired. All you want to do is go home and curl up on, you know, the blankets of your couch and go to sleep yeah, yeah. because you've lost that energy. So you've got to become conscious of, you know, what you're saying to yourself. And instead of getting pissed, maybe you'll get a teens annoyed. That doesn't waste so much energy. Maybe it just takes away 80 cents of it. So it's just becoming more conscious, becoming more conscious so that you can spend your energy when you really need it, when you mm. really are sick. 
And so I do a lot of chanting because the chants come from the heart, and I have those in my in my CDs, and I'd like to share a chant with you yes. because it asks uh, oh, for any, any darkness. <laughs> it asks for the darkness to lift off and to put you in a state of protection, and you don't have to even know what it means, but just feel, because it's it's like a vibration, a frequency. It raises your frequency. There was a yoga uh, gentleman that said, we have to chant. We have to do some kind of chant, because without the chant, your heart becomes as brittle as a leaf in the in the fall. Oh my! You want your heart. You want your heart to be supple and just open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, open. So here's the, okay. Open. We're ready. So here is the chat. Okay. Hi, Nahuana. Kekuya kanai. Hele hele. Ia <laughs> So that's the I Nohoana chant. Oh, wow. And you have that on CD for us to access because that's beautiful. I felt the calming, almost a release. Yeah, it it puts Mm -hmm. you in a state of protection and calmness. I do that chant even when I feel threatened. It's almost like it, it protects you because it changes the frequency of the person that you're chanting to. And they, they leave, you know, if they're there to accost you or make some kind of problem. They will turn around and walk away because the chant, it just reduces them to something that is not harmful. Mm, wow, that's so powerful. So, yes, I love that. Go ahead. Anything we need to know about that? Well, I heard that somebody was in a bank, and this was in a in a book um, by Pila, and he he put the chant in his book as well, and that chant is in my book as well too, because it's a very powerful chant to learn. And he said that there was a bank robbery in this. Everybody was down on the floor, and this woman was chanting that underneath her breath. And within five minutes of doing that chant, the bank robbers put their guns down and gave themselves up. My goodness. Wow, what a story. It's, you know, the spiritual energy, these things that we can't see are so powerful. So we have to really pay attention to the spiritual aspect of uh, of ourselves and the energy that surrounds us and the power of prayer and chanting and, you know, these strategies you've been sharing with us, the power of words, so, so important. Tell us about your book, Find Your Friggin' Joy. Oh. What inspired you to write that? And I know it's, it's filled with all kinds of uh, information <laughs> and resources. I love it. 
Well, I knew I, you know, I had healed my back and I wanted to get that out there. And then when I lost my son and I had to recover from that, and I'd also lost all my money in a Ponzi scheme, I'd really been through the ringer. And I had just done some of the um, cord cutting, but it wasn't enough at that time. You know, when you lose all your money, you lose your child. I needed something even greater than that. And somebody took me to see a movie called um, The Living Matrix, which featured Dr. Eric Pearl and Dr. Bruce Lipton. And I watched Dr. Pearl do a session with this young boy who had cerebral palsy. He was from Greece, and people had given up on him. They thought, well, he's not going to make it. He's just going to pass away. And Dr. Pearl did this session without touching him, just pulling these frequencies that were around him. And as he did so, he did about three three of these sessions. Um, the child stood up from his chair and went out into the playground and started playing. I mean, he had never done that before and had, was holding a cup in his hand for the first time. And I just thought, this is something I've got to learn. I've got to know what, what this is about. And it was called Reconnective Healing. And I learned uh, it was about uh, 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago. And I had my reconnection done. And it was a, a powerful instrument of just raising your frequencies because I never really wanted to write a book. But I was told, you're going to write a book and we're going to help you. These were my guides or my angels. And I said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And it was after I had had my reconnection done and the reconnective healing. So what it did is it brought me to a higher frequency. And in that frequency, the book was there. So it took wow. me three years, but that's, but that's what it did. And I'd done over 100 reconnections on other people and, and they had moved themselves maybe they stopped um, a job that they weren't happy with and entered into another line of work that was much more fulfilling or they entered into another relationship or they just raised their frequencies and moved to a higher level it was yeah. interesting mm-hmm. that's the key keeping our frequency high and joy uh, keeps us at that high vibration, which is what you're t- you're telling us. That book is available. Where is it? Is it Amazon? It's on right? Amazon, and right. Barnes and Noble, right? And on okay. my website. Okay. Can you tell us? The CD is where. Tell us how to access that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Those are on on iTunes, or they're on my website as well. There's one called Chant and Forgiveness, which takes you through the forgiveness process, the Ho'oponopono process. And there's another one that puts you to sleep. Some people have a really hard time quieting their minds. So there's the sleepy time chant. And then enchantment is the one that has the sounds of the dolphins and whales. And it takes you through um, a connection to your higher self. So that one is more rounded rounded one where you can listen to that in your car and um, anywhere to de-stress you. It's just an amazing frequency elevation. 
Mm-hmm. And we need that every day, every minute, actually. How can the listeners uh, contact you, Facebook? Or do, you know, we're, we're, we're ready to find out more about those chants and, <laughs> and all those resources oh, you have. You. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, website, my website is Huna Healing, H-U-N-A, HunaHealing.com. And so that has my um, email address and my phone number. And I do phone sessions. Mostly that's what I'm doing these days, phone sessions. And I would be happy to guide anyone who is ready to be guided through the door of healing right. and laughter. Laughter wow. is so important. It, it, should, well, really, it comes with joy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> Yes, it's raising that vibration. Well, Belinda, you have been amazing. I I mean, I I just, (laughs) it's hard to let go now, but I'm going to really be tuning in and accessing your chance and, you know, and hopefully one day join you swimming with the dolphins, putting that on my bucket list. (laughs) That's exciting. That's exciting. And you don't have to be a good swimmer. You just, because the salt water holds you up. Mm. Well, that's good to hear. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your amazing work, your your life-changing stories, the Hawaiian practices, helping us clean up, clean out, and to forgive uh, and heal ourselves. So empowering. We have the power through our connection with our higher self, right? (laughs) That's right. Well, thank you for offering this amazing venue and your book, Living in the Spirit of Love. I mean, you're you're an angel down here on earth. Well, thank you so much for that. We all have to do our part. And the most important thing is keeping ourselves up. So thank you so much. All right. Okay. (laughs) Well, well, today you, we've been inspired by Belinda. Find your joy. Learn more about these transformative practices to change your life that are outlined in her book, Find Your Friggin' Joy. So tune in next week with our guest, Dee Dee Lyons. Fall in love with yourself. So share your comments uh, about love light. Are you becoming more loving towards yourself? How does this make you feel? How do you feel? Uh, how are you keeping your cup? Filled with self-love from strategies that are mentioned. Uh, Actually, I have love practice exercises on the blog page of my website, www.jeanfarisjourney.com. Send me your insights and much gratitude to Voice America team for making this show a reality and shining their love light around the world. And remember, an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thanks for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.